And we are back with another edition of the Brother and Sister Rewatch Podcast. I'm Kevin, here alongside my sister, Mare Bear. What's up? What's up, everybody? And this week, we are continuing. We're almost done. Episodes 19 and 20 of Season 9 of The Office, Stairmageddon, and Paper Airplane. Yes. Now, before we jump into these, Bear, let anybody who didn't listen last week know what we talked about. Well, if you didn't listen last week, good for you, because last (laughs) week we covered The Farm and promos. The Farm takes place mostly um, at Dwight's Farm, farm, obviously. His Aunt Shirley, who we met last week, dies abruptly after Angela just, you know, dressed her up and cleaned her. But, um, at least she was queen for the grave. (laughs) But, uh, so, yeah, basically we find out, uh, we meet, rather... Dwight's brother and sister, and it was basically like a pilot a for a possible pilot, yeah. spinoff yeah. called The Farm. Yeah. Uh, for when the office ended. Also, Packer laced a bunch of cupcakes and tried to make a am- well, pretended to make amends with the rest of the office mm-hmm. and drugged everybody. Yep. Except for Pam. That's it. well, she she would have if she ate the cupcakes. Yeah. And then on promos, the promo for the documentary finally comes out and. Everybody's obsessed with it. Andy thinks that people think he's hot, which, in what world? <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, if you panic. are, if you find Ed Helms sexually attractive, please tell me. Yeah, he's like a. Bo- I need to know that those people maybe exist. He's like a turtle. Yeah. Like he's not sexual. No. <laughs> no, I'm trying to think of the least sexual thing I can think of. And even that is escaping me because I just think A bowl of uncooked of, cookie dough. I just think... No, that's sexy. Are you kidding me? <laughs> okay. Raw cookie dough? Mm. No, but the uh, most unsexy thing I can think of is Andy Bernard. Yeah, Ed Helms. He's asexual. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's a Ken doll. Anyway, um, yeah, so he thinks he's great. And then we find out that basically they had no privacy for the last 10 years because of the boom mic. <clears throat> boom mic Brian yeah. strikes again. Put. And, um... Yeah, we find out Stanley had another mistress. Things are going really, really well for Jim down in Philly and Daryl. Uh, they meet with Ryan Howard of Philadelphia Phillies fame. And, uh, oh yeah, then the, we find out that the senator's going to be outed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The documentary. And that's for... actually amazing. Yeah. That's and, a, uh, right. yeah, that's pretty much it. That's long and short of it. And that brings us to Stairmageddon episode 19. Yes. <laughs> so the cold open, uh, the elevator is out. But Dwight made it known for weeks that it, that would be the day. So he's been like, you guys got to practice on the stairs so that you can yeah. do it this one day. Dude, my, my fucking love the sign. This is an inconvenience. <laughs> Not sorry for the inconvenience. Yeah. This is an inconvenience. It's going to happen. So like Aaron is coaching Stanley up the stairs. He has to move out of the way to let people pass him. Because climbing the stairs is like the worst thing it's ever. A cardio workout. Yo, when, this is an abomination. <laughs> when <laughs> Oscar says... That we have a very large amount of very large people. And so, of course, when they have to use the stairs, it's considered the end of the world. Yeah. So, uh, Andy now comes in and he says, the reviews are in. And we then see Stanley with a five-hour energy on the steps <laughs> to know that he can make it to the top. Uh, Nelly starts reading about Dwight as the salesman seeking ma- a managerial job he'll never get. Yes. Well, and this is a written by the Scranton Times yeah, Tribune. Yeah, a review which, of The Office Which is show. a real paper yeah. in the area. Andy is the rudderless trust fund child who is incompetent, with, but he has musical talent. Now, I, I find it odd that they just don't even mention Michael. 
at all. Yeah, like, since for seven years he was the main thing. Yeah, but uh, Andy does a talking head where he says he wants to be his generation's Lisa Loeb. He's going to be famous. I hate him. Uh, so Aaron, much. <laughs> Aaron mentions that a public figure in a gay affair um, will be outed, or you know, the lurid underground affair. And Angela and Oscar, of course, both look uncomfortable because yeah. they know. Uh, Stanley enters now almost dead, <laughs> just dying. And Dwight tells him they're going on a sales call to the Lackawanna School District. LSD doesn't exist. Nope. Um, because it's his wife's friend or something, yeah, was it? Sister's friend or something. Yeah, who runs <laughs> it? He's like, Pete, iced tea, five sugar, three creams, morning three by five. Got it. <laughs> so St- yeah, and Stanley Rick refuses to move because he had to climb the steps. Yeah. So uh, Pam is on the phone with her mom, and she's like, oh, thank you. Like, she's watching Cece or whatever, and she thanks and her. And Philip. Yeah. Oh, that's right. They have two kids. They do have two P. P. children. P.P. Halpert. Uh, Nellie asks her, like, what's going on and refuses to move and, like, makes Pam Literally, yeah. So then we see them outside and Pam is telling her that her and Jim are doing counseling for marriage. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jim approaches Toby and starts with, let's talk about your divorce. Yeah. <laughs> but of course, Whoa, to- Toby gets game. all weird. He's just like, oh, God. Yeah, no, it's fine. Let's let's get into it. But he asks uh, Toby for insight about marriage counseling. And that's when Toby goes... Kelly called it 2013. Right? Oh my god, I fucking died. Let's uh, get personal. Yeah, then fucking Clark walks in. He's like, get out of here! He like kicks him out. And then he, what's he saying? He's like, I'm gonna murder him. I'm gonna kill him. Yeah. But he does it like under his breath. He's like, he's always lurking. lurking. I'm gonna kill him. <laughs> so Andy is calling talent agencies with no luck because he who would give him a shot. Sucks. Um... They could tell he's not attracted by his voice. Oh, God, he's the fucking worst. So Angela is on a call, or in the car, she goes to the car with the senator, and he's scheduled a press conference, and they're going to face it together and move on from this. And she's going to be the good wife. Yeah, and stand next to him. So Dwight... Stand by your man. The Blues Brothers did it better. (laughs) So Dwight goes to Andy, and Andy's all preoccupied on the phone, and... He basically Dwight's like, I need Stanley to go on a sales sales call, and he refuses refuses to go. Yeah, and Andy's like, Well, that's bullshit. Make him go. And Dwight says, Stanley, get him to go by any means necessary. <laughs> and so then he gets a talking head where he's ready to move on from his dream of being a manager, and he's just going to follow his instincts from now on. <laughs> so he enters the break room with a tranquilizer gun. Y'all, fucking amazing. Stanley is sitting, and Clark is at the vending machine, and of course Clark's just like. Can I leave before whatever's about to happen happens? <laughs> and Dwight's trying to get Stanley to do it, and Stanley refuses to go, so... Well, I love how he goes, for a threat to be a threat, it has to be credible. I need to know you're going to do something. And then he shoots Stanley three times in the chest with fucking <laughs> bull tranquilizers. And of course, Clark's just like, holy shit! <laughs> so, Dwight says the... La- well, he's have- like, Andy approved it, it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> so- Dwight says uh, they have 45 minutes to get to the appointment, or the uh, sales call. Mm-hmm. Meredith is in there with them now, yeah. looking over at Stanley. She takes one of the tranquilizers and empties it into her coffee. Well, that's because uh, Dwight says that it's it's made for a very small bull. And then Clark says the most unbelievable thing of the episode. Hmm. A very small bull? Stanley's only 250 pounds. No, no, that, oh, yes, yes. Stanley is obviously 320, 330. Oh, minimum. Yeah, he's a beefy bitch. Like 250, really, Clark? Unless, you know, it is Hollywood. Clark, if you think he only has 50 pounds on you, okay, buddy. It is Hollywood. Maybe it's like a Tom Cruise situation where Stanley's really only like 5'2", so he looks bigger. <sighs> <laughs> But, He's as wide as he is tall? I don't think so. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Meredith puts the trank in her coffee. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they can't budge him. They end up, like, pushing him face first into a wall. <laughs> so they move him via, like, an office chair. Mm-hmm. And they move him down the hall to the steps. 
And that's when Dwight says we're going to evil Knievel him. Oh my god. So they line the steps with cardboard mm -hmm. and wrap Stanley in bubble wrap and like, tape helmet. it around in a helmet. Now, <laughs> do you remember we used to do something like this when we were kids? Yes. Where we used to get all of our comforters yeah. and li uh, line the steps. Saturday mornings was the, Saturday mornings was the only time our parents ever slept in. Yeah, it was lit in this. And house. we were kids, you know, at school we're on that schedule. So we yeah. get up and we're just like, Oh shit, we'd line the comforters down the stairs and oh, ride yeah. it like a water slide down to the kitchen yeah, it floor. It was lit. In this house. And painful. We Lots of bruises. Lots of bruises. <laughs> but um, <laughs> they're arguing, they're bickering, and Stanley just slides down the cardboard and puts his head through the wall at the bottom. Well, that's, Dwight wanted him to go down and catch him, and he's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> catch him? Yeah. He goes, you're right. He would have put a hole into your chest instead of that wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Jim is with Toby, and he says they should talk, or um, Toby says that they should talk with each other when they're at the counseling. Mm -hmm. uh, like, ask questions like, why are we here? Then Pam with Nelly is like, he made the, he bought the house without asking me. Mm -hmm. He took this job without telling me. He shouldn't be rewarded for that. Yeah. And then Jim says if he didn't do th these things, she'd be married to Roy. Which, knowing her personality? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Um, Roy never would have met Laura. <laughs> Roy never would have been happy and given us a subpar episode this season. <laughs> so, uh, she, she feels um, left playing catch-up by all of this. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jim says if she can hold on just a little bit longer, everything's going to be great. And Toby says, well, how long? What's yeah. the time frame? Because if you're asking her to be miserable, but you don't have an end date on it, like... That's hard to get her to agree to, Yeah, man. and that's... Jim kind of gets it. point. Yeah, Jim kind of gets it then. Uh, so the press conference is now happening. Aaron puts the TV up in front of the office, and everyone's <sighs> watching. Andy's pissed because Angela's more famous now. Mm -hmm. it's, uh, I hate Andy. Yeah. Uh, the senator addresses rumors, uh, and he says that he's gay. <laughs> and His long-suffering wife can attest. And the pre there's two reporters who ask, did she turn you gay? Question for the senator's beard. Yo, senator's <laughs> beard fucking got me, dude. And Angela's just so uncomfortable. It fucking got me right in the giggles. So the senator starts speaking Spanish <laughs> to tell, like, his Latino voters that he's gay. And she's just standing there with her arms crossed, like, rolling her eyes so hard. And Phyllis is relishing all of it. Yo, she really is, though. Like, she is loving, like, triumphant. Oh, yeah. Big time. Over Angela. So the senator thanks Oscar Martinez. For mm -hmm. opening his eyes to who he really was. Yes. And as the you know he's doing this, Kevin starts celebrating that he kept the secret the whole time because yeah. everybody's like, "Wait, the Oscar, Oscar and the senator." Yeah. Kevin's like, "I did it! I kept the secret! I knew I you kept did the it!" Secret. I kept the secret so good. And, and Oscar's like, "Yeah, you did, Kevin." And they high five, and then Kevin sits down. And he's like, "Oh." Woo. <laughs> so, um, then the uh, the fucking senator says, "I found love. I found love at long last." With my chief of staff, Wesley Silver. And this guy comes on. He looks like a tall John Benjamin. Yes. And they, like, they kiss. Yeah. And all he hears Creed, Creed, Wesley Silver's gay? Right. Like, so Wesley Silver, this <laughs> campaign guy in Scranton, is. like, Creed knows who yep. he is. Wesley Silver is gay? At the podium, Angela almost barfs. Yo. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's amazing. So uh, Dwight and Clark roll Stanley to the car through the parking lot. We see Andy at the office of Carla Fern now, mm -hmm. a talent agent in northeastern Pennsylvania. In the waiting room, we find actor-director Paul Feig uh, <laughs> in a brown three-piece suit. Amazing. And he has I his, always think of him in his crop top from uh, Heavyweights. Heavyweights. And like the Davy Dukes yeah. that he's wearing. Oh, such a good movie. It really so, is. Uh, he has his act, Dog, Cat, Mouse, <laughs> which is a dog with a cat on top of it with a mouse. 
And Andy's like asking him about it, and he goes, "Oh, you go through a lot of mice." Yeah. And he it's has not like, really worth naming. He them. has a little cowboy hat for the mouse. <laughs> and Andy's like, "Oh, well, what do you name the mice? The mouse?" He's like, "Well, you don't really name them. They're just cannon fodder." It's not really worth it. You're not one of those PETA guys, are you? Yeah. And Andy just makes a noise. He goes, "Oh, fuck, Jesus." <laughs> Uh, Dwight and Clark now are trying to load Stanley into Dwight's car. And Dwight is using instructions such as grab him by the hind corners, the shank, the tenderloin, the forelegs. So weird. they finally get him in and Dwight makes Clark come reluctantly so Mm -hmm. that he can help out. I love, though, that Hank is outside enjoying a coffee. Yeah, he's just like, Watching all of this. Dwight waves to him. An unconscious Stanley being (laughs) shimmied into a car. So awesome. He's just like, yep. So... Stan, they arrive at the place, and Stanley's all loopy saying hi to the pigeons and shit. And they, Hello. They, like, drag him in. Uh, Pam is with Nellie still. She doesn't want she doesn't want him doing athlete anymore. Mm-hmm. And she, she won't move. She refuses to move to Philly for Jim. You know what, though? I think we touched on this before. Probably. I don't blame her for not wanting to move to Philly. Philly sucks. Philly does blow, yes. If there's one thing that you people will take away from this podcast... Not saying Scranton's good at all, but Mm-mm. Philly is a fucking shithole. Fucking yeah. hate Philly. Um, I know you have a couple people I know that live there. And I love them, but been down. I've been down there sucks. countless, countless times for people, and sucks. I hate it every time. Yep. So Jim says if she won't go, they need more than counseling. Yikes! That's the that's the deal breaker, I guess. So we get Toby and Nellie in the break room, just like those two deserve each other. Blah blah <laughs> blah, bitch, bitch, bitch. Uh, Stanley is a total mess in the uh, meeting now. Yes, and they claim that he's car sick. Well, the lady's like, Stanley, what is going on? Like she's concerned, and he's for just him. like, Woo! <laughs> what a cute little baby. Yeah, he points out the baby on the picture on her desk. And she's like, that like wins her over. She's like talking about Benji, her grandson. He's and then such a du- special boy. Yeah, and then Dwight gets into it. And they basically get the sale just by doing that. Yeah. So <laughs> Dwight does a talking head afterwards where he says, you know, I just made my most stubborn salesman do, uh, make a sale. Or so, you know, something to, those na- yeah. to that nature. And he just goes, we should use the tranquilizers daily on him. <laughs> He's never been more pleasant. So now we meet Carla Fern, the talent agent. It's Roseanne Barr. I, I guess she's Barr now, right? Not Roseanne Arnold anymore. Yeah, no, no. Tarm Arnold would be very upset she, if she went by that. I will say this about her in this episode. The very definition of mailing it in. She's just, hey, hi, hey. how are you? Like, hey, Andy. And I can't even say it's a character thing where she's like supposed to be disinterested. Yeah, she's, she's just there for a paycheck. Oh, total. Too. She's like... We, can I dress you up like a clown and to have kids throw pies at your face? Yeah, it's just like David Warner in Quest of the Delta Knights. <laughs> just in it for the money, folks. Yep, there for the paycheck. Yeah, and Andy's doing this dumb English accent. And Hello, like that got And like, <gasps> like you said, she asks him if he'd be cool being a birthday clown and getting hit with pies and juggling. And I want to hit him with something, <laughs> not a pie. A hammer to the head. And he <laughs> says that he would like start at the bottom because he wants to be a star that bad. I fucking hate him so much. And she takes him on as a client, and he has to pay $5,000 up front. What a fucking chump. So, um, also in the office we see, or in the waiting room, the mouse is gone and the cowboy hat is in the cat's mouth. <laughs> uh, now, the three guys, Stanley, Clark, and Dwight, walk into the office. Stanley's all happy. They're explaining to him what happened and whatnot. He's like, oh, we made the sale. Big commission. Mm-hmm. So they're going to go get in the elevator, but it's still broken down. 
And so Stanley takes one of Dwight's <laughs> tranks out of his fucking pocket, stabs himself in the leg with it, and goes, get me up there, man. Yeah, you got me down, now get me back up. Then we just get Clark's face as Dwight goes, we'll need a winch and a hoist. <laughs> and that's the episode. This one was very straightforward. Yeah, I Now, there was not this. a lot of time in here for bullshitting because there was nothing I could even work with here. Yeah. Um, we got Jim and Pam bitch fest. Uh, we got Andy Talent Scout, whatever. Mm-hmm. And the Stanley Dwight Clark stuff was funny. Yes. I enjoyed that immensely. I um, also loved, like, I loved the senator coming out. Oh, I Kevin's about that. so proud yeah. of himself. I kept a secret. I kept a secret so good. <laughs> like, I love saying that. Like, again, this is something that me and our brother kept a secret. Can't, that's that would be coming out at Christmas time. Yep. So, Phyllis wh- is so triumphant over Angela. What did you give it? We didn't do I gave it a 3.9. 3.8. Okay, right. so we're on the same scale. Yeah. Which is definitely a breath of fresh air compared oh to the God, previous yeah. episodes. They've been ass. I was excited for this week because last week was such a... Well, the last few weeks have been shit shows. Mm -hmm. But, like, the the Andy thing I just don't give a shit about. I'm sorry. I don't care. I, uh, if I'm being completely honest, I didn't even notate that in my, Uh, like, summary. This is how weak it is. Okay, and it's going to happen, I think, next, on next week's episode. The Andy stuff is so weak that they had to have two celebrity cameos (laughs) in his... Uh, yeah, segment, and I think it's next one of the episodes next week. That's the same thing, yeah. where they have celebrity cameos to kind of carry Boost it. Him. Yeah, because yeah. Andy is so like this character's ass, and these segments are written like you ass. know. I I find it really funny, and I'm only going to sidebar here for a no, moment. No, go for it, please. Um, somebody that I'm friends with on Facebook actually just posed this question: Who's your least favorite Office character? Andy. It's between Nellie and Andy, and I don't. I would take Nellie over Andy. Well, and in my head, I'm going, you know, Nellie, comment and be like, "Yo, you should listen to our podcast." Nellie's really annoying, like in season eight, but in season nine, like Andy's character never gets good. No, like it's never like, oh, I enjoy watching Andy. Like this season, I enjoy the dynamic between Nellie and Toby. Mm -hmm. Like she's so subdued; she's just part of the ensemble now. And I, I don't mind her. And then somebody said Jim, that they hated Jim. Jim, and it's something that probably because of something I've said before, he's too goody two shoes. I guess. And at the end, like. And then somebody said. In these um, episodes, he kind of comes across that way. Oh, he's a douche in these episodes. I, Jim? Yeah. I don't think so. Oh, well, this not one in the, the next, next one. one. This oh. one he is, because he's like, oh, she's got to move. I mean. Because my big thing with Jim being a douche is just. It all goes back to the Kathy thing where he wouldn't look at her ass. Yeah. Like when she bent over, I'm like, what guy isn't taking a pee? But yet Pam is like, you know, the one oh, who's... Brian. Yeah, she's running to the arms of this... this Who Mike Bryan? Hallmark movie Yo, he looks like understudy. Luke Perry if he never graduated high school and still tried to bang all the high school chicks. He has a slope, the sloped brow of a Cro-Magnon. But, like, the whole thing is just like, Jim is so goody two-shoes. Like... Of course I'd never look at another woman over Pam. Yeah. And, I mean, Pam is a shitty character. I've railed against Pam for a long time yes, now. Yes, you have. As a character, I think she's the absolute worst. But, like... He loves her. The thing is, like, okay, Pam sucks, but, like, Jim is, like... He's that guy in high school who's the valedictorian, the quarterback, the... You know Homecoming what I mean? king. He even does, like, the musicals and shit. It's like, what the fuck, mm-hmm. dude? Fuck you. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I hate that guy. Nobody likes that guy. And that's yeah. the way Jim is on these shows. You yeah. know what I mean? But, but I no, the most popular was Andy and Nelly. And that's popular or hated? Like, hated. Oh, most okay. popular on the thread of hated gotcha, characters. Gotcha. Then there were, like, random ones that were, Phyllis like... Phyllis is an asshole. They, well, one person said Phyllis. Yeah. One person said Creed. 
Which I'm like... They probably just don't like... Because it's too insane. They don't understand it's it. It's too absurd. Yeah. And then somebody said Kelly and Ryan. Which I'm like, yeah. Kevin's been talking shit on yeah. Ryan since season one. Ryan... Like I said, he served his purpose after the cocaine arrest. Yeah. Like half this half the series ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, he hasn't been in season nine, so like I can't. Bitch no, right he now. moved to Miami, Miami Ohio. Miami of Ohio with where <laughs> alma mater of Big Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> but um, yeah. So anything else about this one you want to talk um, about? I mean, I really had fun watching Dwight Clark and Stanley. Yeah. Like Clark was really annoying at the beginning of this season. Like I thought he was just a huge slime ball, yeah. but he's actually bringing something to the table, which is more than we can say for Plop. Oh, Plop is so bad. Like, and that's the thing is like this. So they added Nelly, Plop, and Clark this uh, season. Well, Nelly was already there. Well, but... well, I guess, but I mean. They added Clark and Plop, Plop to make up for Kelly and Ryan. Yeah, but Clark is, like, cool. Yeah. Plop, I don't... Fuck him. Yeah. Nelly, like I said, she's not offensively bad now, but yeah. she's just background noise. Yeah. You know, whatever. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> just whatever. Fuck it. Um, that brings us to episode 20, Paper Airplanes. But before we start, Bear, tell people where they can find us. Guys, you can find us on Twitter, at Brosis Podcast. We like to keep it funky fresh over there on the page, posting our favorite screen grabs from each episode. Uh, check out these this week's. It's going to be a good time. And uh, also you can find us on email at brothersisterrewatch at gmail.com if you have longer form feedback. Dude, where can they find the cast other than where they're listening? You can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts, including wherever the hell you're listening to us right now. Okay. Whether that be Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you can find podcasts, you can find us. You can also find us each and every Monday on the Jenny Position podcast feed. Subscribe today and you will find us each and every Monday as well as other great shows such as Talk and Pop, Freak Out Drive-In, Journey Through Infinity, and so much more. So for some whatever reason while you were doing your little spiel there, um, <laughs> yes. in my head it, I just like had the Law and Order thing like bum 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 and then I was like oh my god remember when Michael did the monologue for his audition for Oh that was the whole thing. Yeah. Was that the Sweeney's? Okay, yeah. yeah. I'm confusing that with the whole Kim Jong. Yeah, no, thing. no, no. Right. But that it just made me think of it. For I don't even know what you said, but I was like, bum 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 bum. It's the beats bum, I put bum. in my voice there. Maybe Michael Scoon. Michael Scoon. Anyway, <laughs> Scarn. No, he said when he's doing the improv thing, he keeps changing it. Oh, the one time it's Scarn. The one time it's Scoon. There's another oh, one. He's like Michael Scoon. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, guys, season nine, episode twenty, paper airplane, which I spelled pepper. Wait, how do you spell pepper? P-A-P-P-E-R. You put P. Oh, like a pap smear. Yeah. Delightful, because that's what this... Pepper airplane. That's what I thought about this episode. I (laughs) would rather receive a pap smear than watch this episode again. (laughs) This episode was ass. You've never had your uterus pinched, have you? (laughs) What a a phrase. Oh, my God. (laughs) My my poor ute getting called out on there. (laughs) Anyway, guys. Our cold open, Aaron is making a paper airplane at her desk. Oh. I just want to say before you go, that no pap smear. No, no, no. We're done with it. We're done with pap smear. But um, this cold open has probably my favorite sight gag in the show's history, and you're gonna get to it, I'm sure. Cause, I'm sure. Oh, this cold open. I was dying. Okay. I, was, I I literally almost pooped my pants. Really? Yes, I did. All right. <clears throat> so, she's at her desk making, making paper, paper airplane, airplane yeah. and Toby walks in and he has an eye patch that has like. Yellow goop around like the gauze. <laughs> it's it's really gross. And Clark is following, <clears throat> and uh, basically like they're both talking to each other. Like, oh, you ready for today? Huh? 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 And then as like Clark's like, 
oh, I hope you got a lot of rest last night. And he pushes the pin thing off the desk. She grabs all the pins and she's like, slept just fine. Very good movement. Right? <clears throat> and so now we find out that there was a paper airplane contest that's sponsored by... Waymeyer. Or Wayhammer? Uh, Wayhammer. Hammer Way. Hammer Way. Wa- I thought it wire was Hammer. Wire. wire Hammer. That's the one. Yes. I knew it was a hay and a W. Yeah. Um, by brand to encourage the new sale of uh, the sales of their new product, which Dwight explains is basically plastic. Yeah, it's not good for the environment. Yeah. So now Nellie explains the contest so far. We see um, Pam, <laughs> she's going to throw her airplane, and then Toby's like, "I think I left my glasses." He just walks down into here. it like the yeah. the warehouse, just like blind. <laughs> she's like, "I think I left my glasses down here somewhere." Crossing, and Pam throws it. It hits him directly in the eye i.e. the eye patch. Um, and then we see um, Dwight throwing an awesome airplane and then Creed throws a cantaloupe. <laughs> he shot puts a cantaloupe. <laughs> and Nelly's like, some of them didn't understand the premise of the paper airplane. I fucking died. When I saw Creed go, and he just fucking, he yells. He like was it's so like, proud of this, himself. He just shot puts a cantaloupe across the warehouse and just explodes. I was fucking dying. I thought that was the funniest fucking thing I'd seen in forever. Yeah. I love it. Maybe that's why Amazing. people don't like Creed. Maybe. Because he's so ridiculous. I was fucking dying. That was awesome. And then, so she said, Toby, or Toby, Nellie explains that they have the Elite Eight. Well, the Elite Seven and Toby. Toby made it into <clears> the, the tourna- through the tournament uh, quarterfinals, if you will. Somehow. Big Daddy. So now we, uh, that was our cold open. And now we see Andy is practicing lines for a like training protocol. It's like a video. safety video for yeah. chemicals. Yeah. That he says he landed and he's doing it with Daryl. And um, Toby walks in. He's like, he said you wanted to see the goopy eye, or how did he say? Like, yeah, goopy eye. Yeah, I goopy think it was. eye. And that's when Andy explains that he's freaked out by anything going into eyes, around eyes. Which my husband can't even watch me like play with my contacts or put my contacts I'm, in. Yeah, we just had this conversation we I did. Think, three days ago, where we I was did. like, "Your husband, I've known him for a decade. I've, he always wears glasses. Always. Why doesn't he get LASIK or contacts?" Yeah. And oh, he, he wants to get LASIK until I told me he had to be awake for it. And he's did, like, "What?" He knows it's like lasers, right? Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, "They cut your eye open, bro." And he's like, "No, they don't." And I'm like. Okay, go get LASIK and tell me what happened. So he'd rather be blind than overcome his fear. Yep. <laughs> oh my god. He, but the fucked up part is he used to wear contacts in high school. Why did he But stop? he always, well, he said that his eyes got so dry that every day somebody asked him if he was high because his eyes got did so red. Did he sleep red. in them? No. Uh, he strikes me as the kind of guy who no, sleep No, he with wouldn't. Them. No? He's, he's like anal that. about that stuff. I used to do that. No, that's that terrible for you. Oh, it was horrible. Terrible, terrible stuff. Yeah, it stuff. Like scratches your retina and shit. There, I bet you there's about three uh, contacts in each eyeball like, in the back of my head. Is I actually did see something online that said like a woman got like 20 contacts removed from behind her eye. Oh, I heard she, she would put. I heard she just kept putting them on top of each other. No, they were like lost behind her eyes. It's real, man. It, it happened to me at work a few months ago. No, actually, I would. Never. I panicked. I freaked the fuck out. Well, yeah. But you know me, always prepared. I always have well, yeah. an extra set of contacts or my glasses yeah. with me at all times. Same. So I was Same. just like, oh, 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 I'm okay. Oh, 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 new glass goofing. But, <laughs> new boot goofing. But anyway, I'm just trying um, to not talk about Andy here. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, so Andy like can't even like lift the gauze of his goopy eye. Yeah, he's just like, oh my god, oh my god, I can't, I can't do it. Yeah. So now we see Pam and Jim okay. talking like fucking idiots. Okay. This is okay. I'm just gonna preemptively. This is why this. I'm gonna give a low score to this episode. I already said it's like a pap smear. It's because of Jim and Pam. Okay. And the one phrase that they use. So 
Jim and Pam explain that they have homework from marriage counseling. And their homework is to take every opportunity to acknowledge and appreciate the things that the other one does for them. And to speak their truth. So, Pam, like, Pam is like, I appreciate you. Because Jim's like, I'm gonna, I appreciate you the door calling your mom to make dinner reservations or some bullshit. Yeah. I, I don't even know. They're if talking like aliens. Yeah, they're like, it's I, the appreciate, I acknowledge and appreciate you doing that. Well, your mother is a treasure. And then she's like... It's literally Beldar <laughs> Conehead. Yeah. And, and they're just like, I appreciate that. And I, to speak my truth, which mm-hmm. is the phrase that bothers me to no end, because it's not a truth, it's a perspective. Mm-hmm. There is only one truth. The truth is the truth. There is but one. There is not multiple truths. The truth is... Objective. It's there. Like, what? You got No, I just... Something popped into my head. Um, I feel like this is a conversation I would have with um, Nicolas Cage's character in National Treasure. (laughs) Oh, yeah. yeah. While you're, like, driving the van. Yeah, and he's just like, well, listen, (laughs) there is only one absolute truth. This is your perspective. Well, that's the thing. It's like they say my truth. It's not your truth. There's only one truth, and the truth is you're both fucking idiots, and I hate you. Well, then... So Jim gets a phone call from the guys at Athlete, and he's is that like, oh. Wait, it, no, no, that's later. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, fuck it, because, you know. Oh, well, whatever. But anyway. <laughs> whatever. We're so yeah. done with this. Oh, my God. We just Sorry, don't give guys. a shit at all anymore. Mailing it in today. <laughs> just like Roseanne. Just fuck it. We're here. We're talking about it. Yeah. But anyway, no, because I thought that that was the moment, because he's like, oh, and we're supposed to talk about everything or call anything that we don't really want to do opportunities. Yeah, that's another thing they talk about. Yeah. So we're, they're just like. The opportunity to go out for dinner tonight yeah. while your mother watches Cece. And I acknowledge her greatness and appreciate yeah. it. She's a treasure. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. So anyway, <laughs> I don't want to go to the next scene either. Andy <laughs> announces that he's busy with a gig this afternoon. I'm glad I didn't even write this down. <laughs> yeah. And then Nellie walks in with a rep from the paper brand. And he announces the prize for the paper airplane cost contest is $2,000. Oh, yeah. And everybody's like, yo, Nellie, what the fuck? And you she's like, tell? I told you about that. She goes, I, I totally forgot. Your, your Nelly impression is money. It's so Thank much you. better than Andy's British accent. <laughs> and uh, so basically she forgot to tell everybody about the prize, but plays it off like she, of course I did. Boy. <laughs> Cockney. So ziggy now, zocky, ziggy zocky. I'm sorry. <laughs> so right. Angela, she's separated from the um, senator, and she, we get to see her new studio apartment with Terrifying. her, Philip, and 20 cats. She's sleeping on a couch. Um, and she said basically like, you know, I missed, I had a chance with Dwight and I turned him down. And if I went begging to him now, after he inherited a farm, I'd be one of those, you know, gold diggers that are just trying to beg a farmer. So she just blew her chance. Basically. Yep. Basically. She, oh God. It, like, ugh. there's so many cats. And she named them all. And it's yeah. like, she, she's, she's like, and they're 10 kittens. Like, and they're like that. named after like Lord of the Rings yeah. or something. Like fucking weird. Names. Well, I love how she puts Philip down for a nap and then she hears him cry. She turns around. There's like 30 cats. Oh yeah. It's like, the, it's them. like when the cats get on Selena Kyle yeah. when she falls out of the window, <laughs> they're like nibbling on him and shit. That's exactly what it fucking oh, looks God. like. So, um, Clark and Aaron are basically just like super competitive in, Trash the, talk, in yeah. the yeah warehouse. And Aaron explains that it's from growing up in an orphanage, which like try growing up with five siblings. Yeah, right. <laughs> My God. You know that? Why you want to know why we eat like fucking Hoovers? <laughs> because seconds were hard to come by in this house. All right. I understand you were in the orphanage and you had to fight for shit like parents. Yeah. She says, which was hilarious. But she also had a foster brother. 
Like, well, they, well only for like two years, and then three years back at the orphanage because they returned her. Oh my god! They still had their receipt, and then Jeez. some another family bought her, and then they got the rented eight, her. They turned eighteen, and that was it, right? They moved in together. Yeah. So it's weird. just that was a dropped storyline that I'm glad they never revisited. <laughs> yeah, about that. Anyway, she's like, I once uh, pulled a pigtail out of Greedy Susan's ha- head for a handful of Crispix. Crispix. So now uh, Daryl, Andy, and Carla Fern are at this video shoot. Here we are. I got my star at shit. I'm always watching Wazowski. Yeah, she is. She's the Monsters, Inc. lady. Yeah, she is. <laughs> um, but she's like, I got my star. All of my stars sit. Yeah, she got like a director's chair with a piece of paper that just has star, star. scribbled on it for Andy. I like and, when she asks Daryl if he's uh, ever done any acting, and Daryl goes, in high school I was in The Wiz. Yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. So now Andy already is being a diva. He thinks people want to take pictures with him. Like, I don't even care to talk yeah. about it. So now back to the fun stuff. Um, it's Kevin versus Angela. And Dwight asks if Kevin made his own plane. Paper airplane. Yeah. And he said yes. In that he bought it from somebody on Craigslist. <laughs> he but bought the, a paper airplane. Could you fucking imagine? <laughs> That's so awesome. So now the rules do state you must make your own paper airplane. So then he... He goes through a ream of paper. They say, you've, we're at the end of the ream, Kevin. Just pick one. So he he takes when he still still fails. So Angela advances. She's happy, uh, and Dwight was cheering for her. She's like, "Ooh, Dwight!" Yeah. Oh, was he cheering for me? I didn't see. <laughs> so yeah. So now Jim brings Pam a tea, and they do the whole "I appreciate" thing. And Pam's like, "I appreciate you going out of your way." to get me a tea and he says well to speak my truth it wasn't out of the way because i wanted a tea myself but i appreciate being appreciated to speak my truth i don't drink tea anymore jim i started drinking coffee in march when the espresso 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 machine got there and jim's kind of just like deflated after that yeah so now back at andy's shoot and as he's saying like he's reading the line characters or characters dangerous chemicals um he won't stop smiling and then when they're like, how about this time without the smile? And then he imitates Tom Brokaw, which... Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Do you, know, you know Tom Brokaw. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't kick her out of bed for eating crackers. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Fucking Tom Brokaw's the worst. <sighs> but, like, th- that scene made me so angry. Like, this, this whole thing whole with Andy. Story Am I supposed to feel Andy. anger from the show? Because I feel anger. The whole storyline <laughs> of Andy is just atrocious. It's, like, they even put Daryl there to try to make it better, I just and it still well, isn't. And he's mailing it in. Andy, Tom Brokaw equals stupid is all I have. <clears throat> fucking stupid. So now we're back, and Aaron beats Clark. And then she goes oh. up in his face, and she's like, Oh, do you like that slop piggy? And she starts oinking oh, at him. Wait, yeah. Wait. yeah, she is. She's like... She's really going hard. Yeah. And Plop this is, is like just us like, and our brothers playing yeah. Mario Kart. It's hardcore. <laughs> oh, what? You couldn't get your fat fingers on the fucking controller <laughs> fast enough? It was fucking Kong! <laughs> fuck you, King Boo, you bitch! Who the fuck threw that banana? <laughs> Not the blue shell, you cunts! <laughs> That's the first time I ever said that word. Yes, this. you did. I apologize. But yeah, things happen in Mario Kart. It's the Vegas of video Yo, games. Yo, it's that Rainbow Road, man. I still Fuck the Rainbow, Rainbow Road. Road. No matter how much practice I get in, I'm I know. Good. Rainbow Road is awful. Anyway. Um, oh, yeah. So she oinks at him and pops like, Yo, Aaron. Like, cool what, it. What yeah. the fuck? So now it's Phyllis and Dwight. And Phyllis, like, fucking just... 
shoots it directly at the ground, like at her feet. I love that Bob Vance and Esther are now there. They have cheering yeah. sections. Like, the Their fuck? significant others are cheering them on in this uh, paper airplane contest. Yeah. And then, well, that's what I said. I'm like, Esther appears out of nowhere and kisses <laughs> Dwight to congratulate him on winning. Just hanging out. Um, now, Andy, uh, the next scene is going to be the chemical goes into his eyes and he has to rinse out his eyes in the eye wash. And he's trying to act like a method actor, like, what's my motivation? Like, where am I here? And you're going to use CGI water because I can't put things in my eyes and I don't do my own stunts. Like, he's using the buzzwords and, like, acting like a general creep and I don't he's care. A fucking idiot. But then he goes him. to Daryl, though. Yeah, and yeah. Daryl's like, dude, just fucking do it. <laughs> Pretty much. Like, what like, else, like, what other dialogue could he have here? You know yeah. what I mean? And then Andy's just like, Carla, oh. I'm a bitch, help me. <laughs> oh, sorry, did I ad-lib there? <laughs> Maybe. So now, Angela versus Toby. Toby just, like, crumples up his fucking airplane and well, throws it on the ground. Because Angela, like, hits, like, a 50-foot bomb. Yeah, she with does. Her, she kills and it. And he just crumples up. And I'm trying to think if that's a reference to something, but, like, it I escapes me right it. now. Yeah. Um, so then Angela wins, and Esther's like, She's why are happy. we happy for that that small woman? <laughs> and he goes, because I pity her. She had an opportunity to have everything, and she lost it all. She threw it all away. And so she's like, I hope she wins. Like, she's like, what like, was she? Is she a gambler? Yeah. <laughs> and Dwight's like, you could say that. In a way, yes. <laughs> so now Carla, like, basically grabs Andy by the cheeks and says, like, fucking man up. Like, nut yeah. up and just fucking do it, you bitch. And the, the camera guy and the director yeah. are behind. And the, the guy just goes, what's going on? The actor is crying. Yeah. <laughs> They're it. like, Jesus Christ. Andy does cry. Yeah. But Daryl tries to encourage him, like, Andy, you can do it. It's okay. Again. Poor well, Daryl had to deal with this dialogue. He says those two lines and he goes, I want to go home. Like, he just wants it to end. Yeah, just he, like the viewer, he wants it to yeah. end. Put a bullet in this fucking thing. <laughs> so now uh, we're back and Dwight beats Aaron. And she, like, has, like, a fucking Tourette's attack. She kicks a box. <laughs> she's just she's, screaming. Yeah, she's just like, she's, she's just so mad. She's trying to hold it together because she doesn't want Plop to see it, but she can't contain it no, anymore. No, she's like, I'm going upstairs. Yeah. I have to go upstairs. I like, want to fucking win. And yeah. my favorite, she goes, we're going to win $2,000 and I was going to buy you a sweater. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just fucking dying. Yep. Um, so let's see. Oh, yeah. Jim and Pam, they're doing that weird acknowledge shit again. This is when the call comes. Oh, yeah. And Clark is sitting there. And, um, oh, that's yeah. yeah this... Jim gets the call and Pam gets angry, and she's just like, like they're both just being assholes to each other yeah, at this point. Because she says something to him. She's like, To speak my truth, I really wish you would hang up the phone. And he does, like, right he then. He does, and yeah. And she goes, I appreciate the sacrifice. Yeah, no, like, no, no. She does it sarcastically. She says, I appreciate the sacrifice. Oh, you like, added the facial to it. The facial. Yeah, but did you not hear in the voice? Like, did I did. Oh, I appreciate the sacrifice. Yeah, it was sarcastic. Yeah, yeah you didn't what, do it sarcastic. I appreciate the sacrifice. Mm. Are we getting there? You sound more smarmy than sarcastic. Well, but... they're, one, they're same sides of the coin. <laughs> they're fucking two same sides coins. of the Whatever, fuck yeah. it. Yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, they're both just being assholes to each other. And cl- but, but the, co- the but call they're... was about Cole Hamill, though. Yeah. Philly's ace pitcher at that time. <laughs> But, like, they're both going, like, to speak my truth. I acknowledge. I appreciate. Yeah, they're doing the, the like, they're conehead doing talk that to shit. each other. And Clark is just looking at, at them and he goes, uh, guys. Are you high? Are you high? <laughs> and they're like, what? And he goes, I would appreciate the fact, like, if you would share. Your kind buds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. And then Pam um, is not a talking head. And she said she wishes that they did marriage counseling sooner because her heart just feels blocked up yeah. like my ears right now <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> like my intestines are right. bullshit. <laughs> so now um, Kevin is still downstairs trying to make a paper airplane. He has like fucking like the rubber cement that you yeah. have in high school. He has this giant fucking pen that looks like a novelty pen. <laughs> and he's like making notes and he's like less paste. I'd like to think that's the pen they used on that massive Happy Gilmore check the guy's holding. <laughs> But um, the best part is, like, it reminds me of Christmas Vacation because the paste is just on oh, his yeah. hand. He can't get the paper he, off yeah. his hand. He's fucking, <laughs> it's like sappy. So now um, Andy it God. Okay, so Andy nuts up, I guess. So it's of. this. It's like a water fountain that shoots shit in your eye to yeah, wash them Yeah, it's in every fucking high yeah. school science lab. And he's holding his eyes open with his fingers. Yes, like and Daryl is shoving style. his head into this thing. And Andy is just screaming. A blood-curdling scream, like, should have warned you guys and, yeah sorry guys <laughs> and um you know the director's like oh we can take out the sound and post that's fine and Andy's like i can do it better and so he insists on doing two takes and he looks directly into the camera while his eyes are being bathed in water and the only the only part of joy i get from this the only bit is daryl daryl is smiling him. it's the only time in the whole episode <laughs> daryl is happy so he's just like oh i get to waterboard andy yeah awesome. basically so now it's the finals. It's Angela versus Dwight, and they both get two throws. So Angela totally whiffs it the first one, and then he and then Dwight does too. Yeah, he just throws it at the ground like, "Oops, oh yeah. darn!" And Esther goes over to Angela, and she's like, "We really want you to win. You need the money. Yeah, you need the money." So, like, she's n- guys. Pennsylvanians do not have a fucking southern accent. <laughs> not okay, this, not this section. Of yeah, the state, she's just least. like. <laughs> We really want you to win, like, A&L-er. Like, my God, she's not from Oklahoma. That was Moe singing it, not Esther. But, um, people person. People person. <laughs> it says here you were a Dow Chemical salesman for 15 years. We lived together. You know that, right? Sorry, guys. That Moe's is one of our favorite yeah, characters, Moses if awesome. you couldn't tell. Yeah. Um, so now... Angela's, like, pissed, because she's like, oh, hell to the nah, that little country bumpkin is not going to be condescending to me. Uh-huh. And she goes to Dwight, do not tank this. And she gives him that look. Yeah, like the monkey look. <laughs> the monkey look. Well, he's her, she's her monk, his monkey. She's his monkey. Yeah. She's his monkey. And he's monkey. Big D. Yeah. Oh, D. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um... So then he throws the paper airplane and fucking flies, yeah. man. Sails. And then Angela gets up and she intentionally tanks it because mm. she does not want their pity. Dwight wins. Creed runs over and <laughs> says, $2,000. I know a guy who can turn that into 800 It's me. And he's holding, like, he gives Dwight the big yeah. check. He's like, whoa. Like he's, he's like, it's it. me. Like, he's <laughs> like the representative it. from yeah. the company, like, giving it to Dwight. <laughs> so now Angela tells Esther that she <laughs> needed, the, that you guys need the money more than I do. And then she, like, shoves her forehead up. Oh, yeah. So now um, Angela says that Dwight showed a weakness today and that she does not need their pity. And she's doing, like, this monologue. She's like, it was very unbecoming of Dwight. I don't need their pity. I'm a strong, independent woman, as there's video footage of her stealing toilet paper from the <laughs> At office. least I have my dignity. Yeah. And she notices the camera, and she stands up tall and yeah. puts her shoulders back. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm stealing still- toilet paper. <laughs> Deal with it, bitch. Times are tough. So now we see Pam and Jim. They're leaving. And um, he says, like, Jim is like, he thinks that they're making progress, and he wants to keep trying. And that he's sorry that he has to leave. So, I'm sorry, Jim is leaving. I'm assuming he's going to Philly. But he, like, kneels down. He's like, listen, I really think we're making progress. And I want to keep trying. I'm sorry I have to leave. And Pam's just like, okay. So, they both 
like turn around to lo- look at each other, but they do it at different times, which is always their way. Yep. And um, they they just miss each other. So then Jim leaves because Pam didn't turn around. And as Jim's leaving, Pam turns around and sees he's leaving. And so then she notices that his umbrella is still on his desk. So she runs out to give it to him. And she's like, hey, Jim. Sorry. <laughs> that was like the worst impression uh-huh. of Pam. Uh-huh. Jim. <laughs> that was Kermit. Sorry. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, this is almost over, guys. I'm sorry. We're getting there. Um, and basically, she's just like, oh, yeah, here you go. And neither of them know what to say to each other. Yeah, like she turns around to walk back in. Yeah, and then Jim runs after her and hugs her, but she doesn't hug him no, back. She just holds her arms out like, like she's being accosted. Yeah, yeah, like rape whistle, rape whistle. Yeah, like on is a gray area here. And um, I can only imagine what the fucking cabbie is thinking. Like, <laughs> dude, is he like molesting this woman in <laughs> yeah. a parking lot? She's making it look a lot more oh, really bad. Yeah. And then there's an overdub of Jim's brother I doing wish it the reading. His brother reading. I this. know. Because it totally took away the sentimental it, it of the did, moment. I'm just I like, wish it was the priest. Yeah, like, all I see, <laughs> you see Jim's brother at their wedding reading, like, one of the readings or whatever, and all I could think of was, douche! That's it. Exactly what I was thinking. Oh. I even wrote priest, and then I saw him, and I was like, fuck, it's Pete. <laughs> God damn it, all right. So, uh, it's Pete reading, and it's like the love never fails reading. Yeah. Faith, and, hope, and love. Yeah. And just so, like a, a middle-aged white woman's kitchen... A placard, yeah. live, love, laugh, like all that yeah. shit. Bacon, bacon, tacos, pizza is one I want in my kitchen. Yeah. Well, you're, you're and it's like in the like nice cursive font. <laughs> I have not made tacos in forever. <laughs> no. Fuck off. Anyway, so Pam's like reminiscing, and it shows them looking at each other at their wedding, like, oh, Pete's doing such a good job on this reading. <laughs> And uh, then she hugs him back, and they kiss passionately, mm-hmm. and they say, I love you at the same time, and then they smile and laugh and hug some more. Yeah. And that's how the episode ends. Yeah. I I gave this one a 3.5. you stand by it? I do, because I did enjoy, like, the paper airplane. Erin <laughs> was not, a, like... No, she was fine. As ridiculous as she was, I actually didn't hate her in this no, episode. She was fine. Um, Kevin was funny. I think the Angela-Dwight dynamic was funny. I didn't really understand Esther, like, just popping up, because <laughs> she... The only other time she went into town was in the back of her dad's pickup for, truck for, for yarn. yarn. For yarn. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like... <sighs> the Jim Pam stuff left me cold because mm-hmm. it was just so fucking weird, and the it's stuff very awkward. The stuff with uh, the cantaloupe, of course, <laughs> but um, man, the Andy. I stuff, mean, it was above the Andy average. stuff is so bad. I gave it a two point four. I, I hated this. Can I be completely honest with you guys? The reason this is a three point five is because I don't even acknowledge Andy anymore. <laughs> like he's <laughs> not part of these episodes. It's integral to, me. to like it's. Uh, but he's like. I care so little about his storyline and about him. I don't even waste the energy to think about him when I'm scoring these well, episodes. I count him and it's a 2.4. I mean, if I counted him, so, then yeah, it'd probably be a 2.8. I guess Jim and Pam are back. They're not rocky anymore. Okay. I'd, I'd still say they were rocky, but I feel like they've like Overcome reached us. the yeah. block of their hearts. Yeah, her heart's... She took a... What do they call it? Diuretic? A she took a diuretic uh-huh. to her heart. She took a plunger to her heart. She uh, unclogged it. <laughs> yeah. So, but, um, yeah, the Andy stuff is just complete and utter cancer. I mean, okay, guys, if I'm being completely honest, I will, too. I will take out the 3.5 because... You don't Ke- have no, to no, no, no. Because Kevin is right. I 
absolutely 1000% did not even take Andy into consideration when I was doing this score. Don't so. blame you. All right. Well, <laughs> I it's just over. Want to forget about it. It's an ending and that's Yes. Uh, that's All right, guys. So next week we have episode 21 Live in the Dream, which is uh, the meme I love. It's when you ask a white person how their day is going and they say live in the dream, that means I want you to push me off the roof. We are barreling towards the yes. end here. And then episode 22 Arm, A-A-R-M. Arm. Arm. Yeah, we'll be doing those next week. Yes. Um, but that's it for this week. So, guys, get in touch with us if you want to, if you are so inclined, at brothersisterrewatch at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Or follow us on Twitter and we'll follow you back because we're whores. Mm-hmm. That's right, at Brosis Podcast. You can also find the show each and every Monday on the Ginny Position Podcast feed, so go out there and find it. Uh, share the show around, subscribe there. Uh, you know, we just appreciate all you guys, especially now that we're ending this project and... Possibly on the doorstep of a new one, right? (laughs) But anyway, guys, we'll catch you on down the road. Thanks, guys.